0: Good morning. How is everyone? Good. I feel somewhat strange because I am here to share with you an interesting message. Vulnerable ministry in wolf country. Vulnerable ministry in wolf country. When you first read the text, you wonder what Jesus is up to. Why would you send out the people who are so dear to you? to wolf country. You just picked them up from the fishing port or along the road, and now you're telling them you wanted to follow me, and now you're following me into wolf country. But I'm not sending you out to be a wolf among wolves, for we've been called to a ministry of vulnerability. The text says, don't take things with you that would make you feel comfortable about the journey. The ways you would typically navigate the world, those ways no longer work. I'm sending you to do intimate ministry with people, to heal them, to talk to them, to touch them. Not long-distance ministry, but a practical theology that lives every day amongst the people that's what I'm going to ask you to do, but I'm asking you to do it as a sheep. You don't have big teeth to fight off. You don't have an imposing presence to command attention. All you have is the authority of the shepherd to do the work. Now, that's... Not exciting for some because we feel exposed when we preach. We feel exposed when we share our stories with our people. But what happens when we risk vulnerability over and over again in spaces that are inhospitable to the spirit of vulnerability? So what does that do for the preacher? It can strip away your desire to be a sheep. It can change you into a wolf. Some of us are here because we're fighting off those wolf tendencies because we have been hurt and accosted and frustrated by people who we've poured so much life into. But the call in the text is not to be a wolf, but Jesus says, I want you to embody certain principles, to be something. And in that being, inevitably, your preaching will improve. B, harmless as doves. For me, that makes sense as to understand that your theological perspective must be intact. Your theology has to be grounded in a place that keeps you constantly pursuing God in the midst of wolf country. It's easy to look down and look around constantly watching your back, but having a view on something bigger, loftier, knowing that God has called you to something bigger and more robust. It is that calling that we strive toward when Jesus says, like a dove. But oh, we're not just floating in the nebulous clouds of theology. But Jesus says, though the serpent has had its place in Scripture previously, there is something that we can observe from the snake. How can something with no legs and no arms get around so well? There is a practical wisdom that cannot be avoided in life. Yes, we have grand theological visions, but how does it meet the reality of the day? How does your preaching crawl along the stuff of life? In order to outmaneuver the wolves, you've got to be closer to the ground. To understand what's afoot in the world but if we cower back and we retract into realms in which vulnerability is not present we have lost our ability to connect to the ground and our theology is the only thing that keeps us in the conversation God is inviting us into this ministry of vulnerability I don't want to share my story I don't want to be as open as I want to be It's interesting that God has a way of cracking open these earthen vessels to bring about treasures that we had no idea. I stand here not in the spirit of Mark Jefferson, though he's present. Barnabas would tell you, there's something about preaching with someone else that helps to make preaching better. Jesus commissioned them as a group because there's something about the group dynamic that lets you know you're not alone. But in that... There's great risk even in the intimacy. Today God is calling us, like he called Barnabas and Paul, as he called those who came before us, to risk being vulnerable because the future of preaching is at stake.